Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity. This is your host Nehal Singh. We have been talking to some crazy awesome women who have um, not only accomplished amazing things in their lives, but also lived their life to their fullest by facing the challenges that they have, breaking down the barriers and overcoming everything that life has thrown at them. One of the most interesting things that I was reading a few days ago was where Martha Graham says that dance is the hidden language of the soul. Today, the guest that we have with us is someone who has made dance as a part of her life and has become something that is so integrated with who she is. Uh, our guest today is Pooja Oberoi, who is a founder and owner of artistic dance company called Ikigai USA. I just love the name of the company. Uh, which operates both in the United States as well as in India. She has created her own dance form or style called Bolly Jazz. Uh, it's originated from a combination of jazz and Bollywood dancing. There is so much more to talk about her and her accomplishments are amazing. So let's just get right to her. So Pooja, this is what your titles are. Tell us a little bit more about who you are. Hi, uh, Snehal. Uh, thanks for having me here, first of all. And uh, yeah, I mean, dance is something that I started uh, when I was three years uh, of age. And I have been teaching and dancing and choreographing for over two decades now and uh, created this style, Bali Jazz, which uh, really you know speaks to me. And I thought that would help the world and started my company, Ikigai, uh, which is you know just trying to help artists and dancers who want to follow their passion which is what a key guy means it means to follow your passion and help the world and make it a profession so that is what i'm doing today awesome but because you also play multiple roles like you are a dancer teacher choreographer social media entrepreneur as well uh, you also are a brand ambassador for uh, the athletic wear if i'm not wrong called ikigai so how do you do all of these things together? It's funny you asked me this because I was just, uh, you know, speaking to a friend uh, and in college, everybody used to be uh, focused on one career and everybody wanted to get a job. And uh, it was, you know, I used to be dancing uh, all the time, even in my college. And uh, they used to tell me, what are you going to do with this dance? You just don't enjoy life. You don't, you know, you're not focusing on a job and, and that's when I realized that, you know, I want to follow my passion. And everybody uh, said that it's impossible to uh, follow your passion and earn money and be successful. So uh, my whole uh, inspiration came from the fact that I want to be able to, sh uh, you know, show or inspire the world by doing it myself. And that's when I started dancing and I focused for dancing for two decades. Uh, and then when I uh, grew older, I, you know, I started uh, speaking to other people who had passions and I told them, why don't you follow your passion? And then they said that, oh, you know, now it's too late and we have a job and we cannot follow our passion. So I was like, okay, so I have to do, uh, you know, something more to show them that it's possible to have a career, a job and uh, follow your passion. And uh, that's when I started exploring other options. And when the whole social media burst happened, I really got interested in that. I started learning about digital media and then I started developing uh, uh, my own social media brands and started helping other brands. And uh, then, uh, you know, the last thing uh, for me left was to get a job. And then after doing this for so long, I started working with a startup 
which was uh, a fitness startup and that's why I related to it and now uh, we do a lot of online uh, websites and uh, apps and it's like a full-time job and you know the whole uh, idea behind my existence or my mission is to be able to do it myself so I can inspire others and you know tell the world that it's possible to do everything. You can still have a job and follow your passion because my passion and my uh, mission drives me to do everything. And I think I can accomplish a lot more. So yeah, that is what I'm doing. And I'm launching my own, uh, you know, athletic wear, but mostly for dancers. It's called uh, Wear Ikigai. So that's going to be my next uh, project. Wow. It's interesting that you said that, you know, because one of... The questions that even I had uh, for you was, Pooja, I've heard so many times, you know, especially with me being a writer as well. Even till date, my father asks me, I understand you write, but when are you getting a job? And I'm like, that is the job, dad. And uh, I'm pretty sure you got those, uh, you know, maybe not from parents, but probably from the world that, you know, dance doesn't pay your bills or it doesn't really, uh, you know, uh, create a regular income or things like that. So, can you share a few accomplishments that you have had? Because I was reading your, uh, you know, bio as well. There are so many accomplishments that you have as a dancer. Would you like to share a few that stand out for you? Yeah, sure. So when I started dancing, you know, I started dancing in an age when there was no YouTube and uh, dance was not so popular, even though um, I was in India at that point, US was maybe 50 years ahead of us in terms of uh, dance and culture and everybody knew what's happening here. But uh, because we didn't have YouTube, I couldn't show anybody what I'm going to be one day, right? Uh, so I did get those questions and uh, when I would say I'm a dancer, they would say, okay, but what do you do? And I'm like, I dance. And <laughs> so that was crazy to explain to people that I um, uh, work uh, too and I earn my money through dance. But uh, I started in a dance company called Danceworks in uh, India and uh, in a very short time, like I had literally one year to prove to myself and everybody that I have to uh, I have to make this career sustainable for myself and to tell everybody and inspire others that you can make money off dance. So I worked really hard. And within a year, I was uh, heading a studio and I, you know, one of their branches in uh, Gurgaon. And I had about uh, 800 students. And uh, as soon as I did that, I moved to choreographing this full length musical called uh, uh, Jhumru in, at the Kingdom of Dreams. That was the first place that was launching Broadway styles musical uh, in India. And uh, we used to work like nonstop. And you know, I, the whole idea was how my mentor inspired me um, to find my mission because he told me you have to, I didn't know what I wanted really to do at that, that age. I mean, I love dancing, but there was no mission. He said, look at your life and see what can uh, what you didn't get as a child and how you can bring that for others. So that really gave me my passion and my mission. And as a child, I could not uh, afford dance education because that was not a priority for a middle-class family. Uh, plus, uh, I, mean, I come from this uh, very uh, patriarchal Punjabi family where girls are supposed to get married and um, not work, uh, but I wanted to, then, you know, I found my passion and I was like, I'm going to shatter all of those uh, myths for, for women in India. 
and I started uh, making sure the dance education is, uh, I started teaching in schools, I started teaching in places where kids could not afford dance education. Uh, I started uh, teaching kids with uh, disabilities in uh, school. So I started to make sure that I can bring dance to every uh, corner of the world. And uh, when I started working in the professional world with the musical theater, uh, that, that is where I was, we were working like um, from 9 a.m. to 4 a.m. And thankfully, I had my parents' support. So, you know, I could, I was the only, uh, there was a team of four uh, people who were heading that project. And I was the only girl. There were three men and there was me. So that really helped me. Of course, you know, my creative goals were accomplished by choreographing a musical and working with this whole cast and crew. We had 60 cast and crew who were performing. But also my personal goal that I wanted to inspire the girls and show them that you can be the only woman and you can work. I mean, I was working till 4 a.m. and my parents never questioned me, what are you doing and why are you coming home so late? So um, that, that is where my real career took off. And then I moved to uh, Mumbai and I you know, lived alone, started working in Bollywood, uh, did a couple of films, some shows for uh, TV, for children. That was my journey in uh, India. Wow. Uh, it, it is definitely inspiring, Pooja, because uh, yes, somewhere those questions do rise in minds of many parents even now that, you know, yes, I understand dance, but it's always associated with the word hobby and it's like you should do that something on the sideline and it should not be at the front forefront and uh, you definitely break those shackles that are created by the society uh, but tell me I'm, I, I want to know how did Bolly Jazz come into picture how did that happen Right. That, that was interesting because in India, it is it was the opposite. I mean, I, I was living in India, but I met this choreographer who was Australian and, uh, you know, he introduced us to jazz. And that time it was really new. We didn't even know what it means. But we when we started doing jazz, we all loved it. And I trained in jazz for about uh, 10 years with him. And when I moved to uh, New York, I thought I'm going to continue jazz, but there was uh, there were so many dance instructors who were already doing jazz, and you know there were fathers of jazz who lived here and you created the style. Uh, so what naturally happened to me was everybody asked me, I'm from India, do I know how to teach Bollywood? And then I started teaching Bollywood. Of course, I liked Bollywood too, and then Bollywood became big. But there was somewhere, you know, I just kept feeling that I have had this certain training, and I don't want to let it go. Again, when I came here, there were these uh, voices which always speak. They were like, oh, why do you want to do jazz? You know, you're an Indian, you should do Bollywood. And why do you want to come here and do jazz? There are better people who can do jazz and you should not touch it. And I mean, I think that is something that every time I look for an opportunity and a problem and every time somebody told me that you cannot do this, I wanted to try it. So then I started teaching uh, jazz at a couple of schools and, you know, I was mostly teaching kids and uh, uh, teens and uh, then I started teaching adults and everybody gave me this great feedback because what happened was jazz really trains your body uh, it gives you a structure it's uh, it originates and takes uh, you know a lot of training from ballet so it gives you a little bit of form and when everybody did Bollywood they said okay we feel so free and we feel like we're really dancing as opposed to some other styles because Bollywood is like a a mix and fusion of a lot of styles. So I thought, oh, why not bring the best of both worlds and uh, use my training in jazz and give the world what they need, which is Bollywood, because this uh, part of the world is not exposed to Bollywood. I mean, they are, but not as much as India. 
So I mixed that. And again, that was, you know, part of my uh, mission in Ikigai. So I combined and I started creating this uh, form called Bali Jazz, where I mixed the two styles. And also because people know jazz in this part of the world, they relate to it. So it's not absolutely new. The class starts with something that is more relatable and then goes into uh, Bollywood. Wow. Uh, it's it's interesting, right, how life inspires us to move out of our own comfort zones to a certain extent and create something that is new. And dance definitely is a sign of creation because it's every mo- movement is nothing but a sign of you being a creator and, uh, you know, uh, you're following through with it. Pooja, there's another facet about you, which I love, 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 and, uh, you know, I admire as well because most people, especially entrepreneurs who are into this world of physical fitness, your, your work also does fall into that category as well, where there is physical fitness, you're more of outgoing person, ready to step out kind of thing. And then you're also a social media entrepreneur, which is a kind of a contrast because you don't really get a physical feel of people around you and so on. And you've still mastered that. So were there any inhibitions in terms of you moving to the online world, uh, especially after, you know, after COVID hit, because that's where we started looking at things very differently, right? So uh, how, how do you manage the, you know, the, the physical presence world at the same time, the online presence world? One presence, yeah. So uh, for me, I think that started when, um, I was dancing and for us, since it's not a really organized sector, there is no LinkedIn, there is no job market, there is no way I felt for me to connect with anybody from my industry or to, you know, if I had to look for a job or anybody else is looking for a job or if I'm looking for dancers, there was no other way. So uh, yes, we do a lot of physical activity, but I think I realize we tend to be, just stay in our own bubble because we're dancing the whole day and we're just hanging out with the same people. So for me, it really started as a means to connect with the outside world and connect with more people. And uh, then when I started exper- uh, you know, experimenting with creating posts and stories and when all these new features uh, started to come up, I really liked the design element because also as a child, I was a, a painter, but I, I mean, I couldn't pursue that because I moved to a dance. So uh, the creating uh, part of it really helped me. And I realized that I started when I moved to New York, I started getting all my work through social media. Uh, just by connecting people and you know commenting and you know just saying a hello to people on their inbox and um, I just started realizing that this is an amazing world because you know your Instagram friends are real and uh, you can actually make connections find people and uh, for someone like I mean for artists now Instagram is their job market you know what you put out there in terms of your videos or in terms of your post uh, is is what people look at and that's how they connect to you. So uh, that's when I started helping other brands and, you know, to speak to people who don't have social media presence that this is very important and they need to put themselves uh, out there and, you know, not be scared because social media is like you're giving away your life. You don't even know who's looking at uh, your life. But then the whole point is that if uh, you are on a mission to inspire people, unless they know how you live and what you do, then you cannot really inspire them, especially in co- during COVID because nobody's meeting anybody. So this became uh, like, I actually, you know, did a lot of online work and I got connected to people and institutions that I never even worked with 
just because of my online presence. And then I started teaching a lot of classes for the uh, Indian embassy in New York and on, uh, you know, just on Facebook. And I connected with, I don't know, everybody, every day we got like 5,000 views and there are people from Washington, from India messaging me. And uh, I was like, uh, wow, we have to use this because otherwise I would never know them. They would never know me. So that is what uh, really, uh, you know, is fascinating to me about Instagram and Facebook. Wow. Uh, I, I love the way you said it because, um, again, it's all about breaking our own inhibitions about the things that we feel or we think or we have created assumptions about, right? Because there is a lot of assumption when it comes to the influencer world or what is shown on Instagram or Facebook. Is it really true? And those, are, those still do exist to a certain extent. But as you said, it's all about building that connect with your audience and just showing up so that Again, it's it's a way of being in the right place at the right time so the right people can see you. And as you said, right. you you got more opportunities by being there as well. Uh, so Pooja, you did share with us that uh, where Ikigai is your next thing. Um, you do multiple things like, and when I say multiple things, uh, you are into event management as well. You, are, you do a lot of events as well. Uh, you are, uh, again, an entrepreneur who has multiple range of products that you support. You're a brand ambassador. Uh, what are certain tips that you would want to give, like at least one or two tips that you would want to give the new entrepreneurs today, you know, when they're stepping out into this world of entrepreneurship? I think uh, for me, because I do everything and even, you know, at the day job that I do, I do a lot of creative work. So, uh, one thing that needs to uh, be there is the connection and the omission and everything revolves around it. So, uh, you know, I, I, I have a dog and maybe I someday I want to do something for dogs too. So everything comes from my passion. And, you know, even at my work, I would give my 100% and I would not think that, oh, it's just a job and, you know, I'm going to log off at a certain time. And uh, it is that uh, striving for excellence, if you have that, that whatever you do, you strive for excellence. That is something I really uh, focus on. Uh, second thing is uh, because everything is connected to my uh, dance, even my dance, the, you know, uh, the gear that I'm launching, it's connected to my dance. And uh, I'm trying to make sure that uh, whatever is comfortable for me and a lot of other people is uh, brought out to the market. Uh, when I do social media, you know, again, it's about inspiring and helping uh, brands like me. And, you know, th I just constantly think about that one thing that my mentor told me that if you didn't get something, how can you bring that to the world? So that is how I manage that. And I feel like a lot of people say that, oh, we have a job or we are married or we have kids, so we cannot do so much but I feel like you have the passion and you are you know that that dance that I do every day it gives me the energy it fuels me to do more so it's actually the other way around if you're following your passion you will be able to do everything else it's not that because you have a job you're not able to follow your passion so I think I would just want to tell everybody that if you just close your eyes, don't think about it, do what you like, whether it's baking, whether it's painting, whether it's writing a book or whether it's just being a social media influencer. If you like that, just do that for like even two, three hours a day and you will be able to manage everything else. And, you know, this is something that most of the presidents of the world have written in their books that the more you do, the more time you have. 
and the less you do the less time you have so i always live by that mantra and i feel like uh, when i'm the busiest doing things that i love uh, i can accomplish more than you know if i'm just doing one thing i i mean and i have more time i would probably sleep more and waste more time so we have a very short time uh, especially during covid it made me realize there was a lot of dreams in my dream book i write and i had not accomplished them but in covid i realized that this is the time maybe i don't know if i'm going to live tomorrow in one year and uh, that's when i started speeding up and i did uh, try to accomplish all my goals and um, in the limited time that we have we have to accomplish everything that we are sent here for so we should not hold on and we should not let our daily life come in waste so whatever our dreams are let's accomplish them before we die absolutely i love 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 what you said again guys i think there's so much it's so much interesting to just know that if you follow your passion everything else will automatically work out for you rather than uh, using reasons for not following your passion and uh, right. i loved what you said as well that you know if you do more uh you will do more and if you do less you will do less so definitely um pooja you also spoke about the calling and you know following your purpose of life which you know you are and uh it also speaks so highly about following your purpose doesn't really mean there's only one path there are always multiple paths and you can deliver the same uh you know whatever your mission is or whatever your purpose is in various ways like you are currently doing no matter what you do it comes from the place of passion um how can someone connect with you like uh if they want to connect with you for polyjazz or for some amazing products that you have how can someone get in touch with you so the best way to connect with me is uh, social media or email i mean i am uh, pretty active everywhere and uh, my social media handle is ikigai usa i k i g a i usa and uh, you can find me on facebook too if you write ikigai usa and my email is pretty simple pooja my first name at the rate ikigaiusa.com so you google that you can find me anywhere absolutely and guys i would be adding these details in the caption of this podcast as well uh so now coming to my favorite question uh and that is pooja how do you want to be remembered as what do you think your legacy should be I really want to be uh, remembered as someone uh, who inspired other people to uh, do what they wanted to do or follow their passion and uh, you know cave the path for them to show that if I could do it because uh, I am really an ordinary girl uh, they can do it too and uh, I hope I can accomplish my uh, mission of ikigai uh, and you know spread this idea that you if you live a life where you do what you love or your life is going to be fulfilling and then you can also help others uh, living that life and uh, you know create uh, income and you know live a good life so i want to be someone uh, who inspired and gave the path for other people to follow their passion wow that is definitely beautiful and i think you're doing everything uh, in your power right now to create that legacy and you're on that path which i can see that's how i would definitely remember you as as well pooja so thank you thank you thank you first of all for giving us your time uh sharing everything uh you know just as is and uh that's the power that you have pooja so thank you thank you thank you once again for being here giving your time 
And uh, guys, that was Pooja Oprah for you. Her handles will be there on the caption so you can get in touch with her. Anything that you want to say before we close, Pooja? Thank you so much, Snehal. And I think uh, something that I really wanted to um, you know, talk about that uh, sometimes in life we don't know what to do, but I think one should get a coach or a mentor because most of my uh, guidance in uh, life came from uh, mentors and uh, I hope people can find that uh, one nice mentor in life. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, Snehal, you've been inspiring everybody and me in so many ways and guiding us. So thank you for having me here. And uh, I hope more and more people can uh, connect with you and uh, find your power and uh, feel your radiance. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, Puja. And guys, before I go, I just want to share something that is very close to my heart when it comes to dance. And uh, it's a quote by Michael Jackson, where he says, consciousness expresses itself through creation. This world that we live in is the dance of the creator. Dances come and go in the twinkling of an eye, but the dance lives on. On, on many occasions when I'm dancing, I felt touched by something sacred. In those moments, I felt my spirit soar and become one with everything that exists. And I think that is the beauty of dance. So if you are someone who feels inspired to just connect with your own self and with your own body, then Pooja is definitely the person that you should connect with. So take a moment to at least check the profile out, see if anything inspires you and take that one step towards your life. Because as you know, I always say, we all are born abundant. All we need to do is claim that abundance by taking one step at a time. So it's time for you to take that one step towards your dream, your goals, your desires. I will see you very, very, very soon with some more amazing guests. Until then, take care, guys. Bye.